0: Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.
1: We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
2: back. Or welcome, everybody, to another episode <laughs> of Israel News Talk Radio, the show Lighten Up. I, my name is Steve Miller with my, my host, Matt Zucker, who's just a little bit upset this morning. How are you, Matt? Did you get <sighs> it off your chest, all the anger? <laughs>
0: Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> and I guess it is like welcome back. I mean, if they were listening yeah, last well, week. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. I hope everybody had a, today in America it's the week of Thanksgiving. Where the indigenous people got got sick and diseased, filled from the white man. That's what we celebrate this week in America. White man take Indians, rape fields and pillage women. What are you talking about? Thanksgiving. That's what the holiday's about. It's about where the white man comes to America and uh, rapes fields of- and pillage women.
0: I thought I thought it was about giving thanks for all of our bounties.
2: No, no, no? It, it, it's about destroying the indigenous people. Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> Matt. Everyone didn't hear, but Matt went on a little bit of a tirade before the, we went on the air. I can't repeat what he said. It was it was vile and disgusting in the words of my mother. Stop cursing.
0: But yeah, yeah. Well, but that's
2: okay. You get it off your chest. It's all right.
0: Well, you know, I don't know. If, I don't know if you can see. Can you see? Uh, remember our story around uh, Russia Hashanah and Yom Kippur about um, how the health ministry suggested you put masks on the shofars, yeah? So you don't <laughs> yes. them. I'm going to put. I, do you see them? I have a mask on my microphone today so that I don't get you or any of our listeners sick. <laughs> I come to America and get COVID. He <laughs> got COVID, everybody.
2: <laughs> come to COVID. America, get COVID.
0: COVID, and absolute insanity reigns in this cockamamie country it's like it's like wait a minute are you vaccinated then what are you worried about i'm like i first of all anyway so it's but just we'll a little talk.
2: it's just a little frustrating you know all right well we're gonna we can talk a little about that we've got a lot of great stories i also have one of the dumbest stories ever written in history which i will share and uh we'll be back after these messages right here on lighten up
1: Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker.
0: (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. I'm uh, half of the dynamic duo Matt Zucker and my partner (laughs) in crime, Stephen Miller.
2: Shalom, shalom.
0: Unfortunately, we were supposed to be in the same studio today, uh, but uh, situations have changed, and hopefully next week. Yeah, hopefully.
2: So anyway, what do you got, man? (laughs) Well, first I want to say a couple things real quick to the people who are listening. Algeria is listening, and uh, the Isle of Man has – I've never heard of this. Is this a gay island? Oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> what are hello, you doing? Hello, Frisco, Island of Men, I love you.
0: May may I suggest that this does not reflect <laughs> too positively on you? <laughs>
2: like it does. Come on. The Isle of Man you're has a great. Fun sense of a whole you... island? It's not like the Isle
0: Oh my god. You know I what I love you, man.
2: I, I love you. Listen, <laughs> you know what I want? When, when, when when our producer flashes up the sign that Gilligan's Island is listening, then I'll be impressed. Also Israel, of course, Elat and Tel Aviv. Hello, Eilat. Elot. Elat, anyway, whatever. Matt, you want I, I miss I miss A to all
0: my brothers back <laughs> home in Israel. I miss you so badly and cannot wait to get home. Oh my lord.
2: I miss uh... you too. I miss you too, Israel. Um, Matt, so you want to hear how pathetic my life is. So we got a new stove. <laughs> And last night was the first night we were allowed to use it. And I was so excited to use this stove. That's how pathetic my life is. My 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 uh, Sunday nights uh, revolve around using a stove. And we found out it's a Shabbat stove. It's got a Shabbat setting. Mazal Tov. But yeah. why,
0: was, why were you not allowed to use the stove before last night?
2: Did you no, have to finish used... making payments? No, it was sat in our garage for two weeks. Uh... It was a lot of drama. You don't want uh... to know. Uh, gotcha. So you got a Shabbat setting. Amazing, man. I hope you use it. I have no idea what that means or how to use it. I thought maybe I press a button and then the stove, like, pops out like a tallis, a kippa, and long payas <laughs> on the sides of the stove. I think it would be a fire hazard if that happened. You know, a <laughs> Shabbat setting, you know, ovens turn off
0: after, you know, so you don't forget it and leave it on at a certain temperature and walk away and, ah, you know, leave your oven on for three days. A Shabbat setting overrides that and allows you to keep it on. For whatever temperature for 25 hours so okay. that you don't have to turn a stove off and on for heating up your food on Shabbat.
2: Oh, OK, so it won't blow up my house if we keep it on. I can't I can't attest to that. That would be, a, you know, probably not. But, hey, you know, it doesn't look like a problem from where I'm living. <laughs> OK. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on. I got a great story that I wanted to share. This is uh, this. You're going to love this story. <laughs> Uh Sesame Street. Now, this is a show that's been around since I was born, 50 years, since 1971. And finally, in the year 2021, Sesame Street debuts their first Asian American Muppet. <laughs> exactly. That, that was my reaction. Who cares? You know what the puppet's name is? No. The, the puppet's name is G Young. G Yo Young? Hey, G, you're young. So, so it's an Asian
0: American, but does the puppet have an accent or does the puppet speak like, uh, you know?
2: I don't. The puppet was born here.
0: It but you haven't watched it. You are just reading about it. Uh, I thought you yeah,
2: watched Sesame Street. It, Still. I, well, I do sometimes, but it says, G Young's existence is the culmination of a lot of discussions after the events of 2020 George Floyd's death and anti Asian hate. Really? That's why the. That's why they finally decided to bring an Asian American puppet. You know what they need on so that I, show? A Hasidic Jew puppet? Yeah, a, a, you took a Jew muppet. That's what they need. A Jew muppet. They need a Jew <laughs> muppet. Hey, listen, absolutely, man. I mean, fifty years you can't have a Jew muppet, and then now you can bring in a BLM muppet, and you can actually show children how there is anti-Semitism, and you can have the the BLM muppet attack the Jew muppet. <laughs> This anti-Semitic attack is brought to you by the letter J for Jew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the whole hang up on diversity. You know, it's like I was always of the school of thought, right? Diversity is more about uh, diversity of thought and ideas than color. But, uh, you know, what the heck? I'm old school.
2: I know. Come on, Sesame Street. Get the Jew Muppet in there. Oh, God, it's unbelievable. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh well listen i
0: have to tell you you know it. so so being in america for uh the last 10 days which seems like 10 months um <laughs> I,
2: i'm
0: serious on, i'm serious well first of all you know it, it's look it, it was great to see family and friends but you know it's it's just was a longer trip than we should have planned anyway looking forward to get back home but i have to tell you like the most amazing like, having been out of this country for the last 16 months, you know, um, my wife and I were walking through, uh, you know, a nice upscale supermarket last Friday going shopping to make uh, Shabbat dinner over at my mom's house. And we were walking through the produce section. Uh, I can't tell you. I had my camera out, and I'm walking around recording. People thought I was insane. What the heck is this guy doing? <laughs> what were recording? you recording? Like it's Like, the... All of the beautiful colors and the produce. I mean, my, the produce market I go to back in, uh, in Israel is like a shook. You know, it's small. It's like, you know, and and there they don't really import a lot of produce. I mean, some, but, you know, when the season is over, it's done. You'll get it next year. In America, yeah. you can get stuff forever. So it's like beautiful. Like, wow. And I'm recording this. I actually sent the video to a friend of mine back in Israel and the guy who runs our produce stand. I'm like, oh, so we buy all the stuff. <clears throat> flavorless it looked beautiful but the the stuff i mean didn't even compare to israel my son who loves grapes his
2: favorite thing in the world we bought a bunch of grapes he's like nanny stink <laughs> you're anti-grape maybe no! it's your maybe it's your COVID. that's why you can't taste anything
0: <laughs> maybe maybe uh listen um what else oh so we go into a store do we, you know we an empty suitcase with us trying to buy clothes and some stuff that we couldn't you know it's so expensive in israel and had to get some hanukkah gifts for some people so like you go into a store here and they have one hanukkah gift card like one like the choices are nil for jews <laughs> oh yeah it's and it's so, and it's you know and it's such a strange thing man in israel right now everything is hanukkah and sufgani odor everywhere and you know uh here, you walk, in, it's like Christmas. I, I, I drive, uh, and it was so weird. I was telling Barb, you know, I didn't really think about it when I lived in America. You know, church is no big deal. Well, you know, that place we're renting right now, I'm probably within a, a stone's throw, three or four different churches. And I'm like, wow. It's like, you know, it doesn't make, it's just, it's just weird. It's just, you yeah. know, you're not at home anymore.
2: They call it the, here in America, the uh, Hanukkah is the Jewish Christmas, and they have like gnomes with blue and white holding up uh, signs that say happy Hanukkah. It's ridiculous here. It's not even, <laughs> whatever.
0: Well, you know, in Israel, it's not such a big thing. I mean, some people like the Hanukkiah. It's not a menorah. It's a Hanukkiah. Oh. And um, because, mm-hmm. well, the menorah, well, the menorah is, uh, you know, what was in the temple. So, but the Hanukkiah, we like to commemorate the eight nights of Hanukkah. And, uh, but in Israel, man, it's no, it's not a big deal. You know, mm. Purim is the holiday. Yeah, Yeah. that's pouring. It's a holiday. Pour them if you got them. Everyone gets dressed up, gives out gifts, gets a little bit lubricated.
2: What? Lubricated? What?
0: You know, they drink.
2: Come on, man. Have you been spending too much time on the Isle of Man? (sighs) Come on. Come on. I'm working hard here for you. Working hard, making me look good. I appreciate that. Um,. (laughs) Matt, before we go, I want to get this story. This is funny. Coming up now is the, uh, the third annual anti-Semite-of- the Year contest. Woo Big round of applause. It's wait wait wait, wait. Is this, is this a real thing? This is a real thing? So um, and some, does, it, wait, uh, does it celebrate anti-semites, or is it calling them out as a really? bad thing? both. Who knows? (laughs) Okay. So it says 10 individuals who have been named by the Watchdog Group as semi-finalists competing for the title. Three finalists will be announced on December 6th, with the winner revealed on December 27th, just two days after Christmas, and then they're having a big gala on New Year's Eve to celebrate the winner of the Anti-Semite of the Year. Woo-hoo! They should make this thing like the Oscars, and they can have like a Joan Rivers person you know, on the red carpet. Oh, oh, oh! Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Well, I can tell you who I'm not wearing: a dress made by a Jew. <laughs> hey, listen, you know what? I think it would be better as like a game show. You oh, got to prove be... your you got to prove your Jew-hating bona fides, right? Oh, that, so that's it's like a, a contest. Yeah. So guess what? So in 2019, the first show, the winner was Ilhan Omar. She received the award. And uh, last year, SUNY, uh, New York SUNY law student Nerdine Kiswani won. Who do you Nerdine? think is going to win Nerdine, Who do you think is going to win this year? Who do you like to nominate? Uh, do I know all the contestants? They didn't mention it. They just said 10, they just said uh, 10 individuals have been named. Well, the low-hanging
0: fruit would be Roger Waters cuz he's a scumbag Jew hater, but you know, that might be
2: too easy. <laughs> that might be too easy. Matt, can I just say that it's just not Tali Bennett? Not Tali Bennett. Well, I was going to say Kamala Harris. Yeah, Kamala Harris (laughs) and also Joe Biden. I'm the best anti Semite. Listen, along those lines. And I don't even remember why, because I've got dementia, babe.
0: Along those lines, I actually was, I was reading an article in the Jerusalem Post that uh, a Brazilian journalist says uh, Brazil would – if they want to grow their economy, co- economy, they need to start killing Jews. <laughs> oh, yeah. A Brazilian, Brazilian journalist, okay, scratch Brazil off of the uh, places I want to go visit.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> make, make
0: Kabul look that much better.
1: We'll find oh. out who
2: this year's winner is of 2021 Anti-Semite of the Year. I can't wait. Woohoo! Party, party, party. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I'll tell you what. That was a fast segment anyway. So on the other right. side, I know we, this is a short break, only two minutes. Uh, you have anything else you want to talk about? No. Or, uh, we surprise everybody. Surprise. Yeah. Anyway, after this short break, we'll be right back on Lighten Up right here on Israel News Talk Radio.
1: Shalom, everybody. Making a difference often takes just one moment and one person at a time. I'm Orly Benny Davis, your show host on Israel News Talk Radio. From Jerusalem with love. You'll be hearing people talking about politics, religion, social issues, and making a better tomorrow. Join me, Orly Benny Davis, for God and country. From Jerusalem with love.
2: Wednesdays on Israel News Talk Radio.
1: Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody.
2: We are in our second segment already. I can't believe it. Here on Israel News Talk Radio and Lighten Up. Thank you for hanging in there. I hope the Isle of Man is still listening. <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> Every time that <laughs> cough, coughs, excuse me, I'm dying. I mean, you're, coughing, you're coughing COVID all over your uh, Airbnb house. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Brazil is listening. Thank you. Hello, Brazil. Anyway, uh, so thank you for sticking around, everybody. So, Matt, what do you got? What, do you, what, what Listen, would you like I, to? This was, I saw this was a very interesting
0: article <laughs> uh, called Liar Liar. Reading faces, Israeli tech company spots fibbers with 73% accuracy by just recording your face from uh, with uh, muscle twitches and things like that. And it tracks micro movements. And so, you know, think of the implications of this. You know, has anybody ever really gone through life like not even telling a white lie? Right, so you're, what? Is, what are you going to do this for? Security clearances, for I guess uh, interviewing, you know, nannies or or employees. But what about someone who has Tourette's <laughs> or a nervous twitch?
2: Yeah, what, is, what about that? So, wait, this thing uh, scans your face, it's, it's, and it can yeah, tell if you're lying? There's electrodes on there,
0: right? They put electrodes on your face, and when they ask you questions, if you're being dishonest, apparently muscles twitch or something like that. I'm like, mm. I got to tell you, at first, like, wow, that's kind of pretty cool, you know, and you think about it, it's kind of, uh, uh, you know, amusing, but then it's also kind of scary.
2: I don't know, man. <laughs> well, what if the machine, like, you know, scans your face, and it says, well, our— our machine is telling us that you're telling the truth, but it's it's also telling us that you're extremely ugly. <laughs> the machine says
0: you got the Zachleys. <laughs> <laughs> Zachleys, don't you know what the Zachleys is? No, what is it? That's when your face looks exactly like my rear end. <laughs>
2: oh my, Iow! Oh. oh, The eye you know, of I was the like, is know. clapping for that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's yours. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, come on. Didn't you
0: ever have people say to you, well, you know, uh, um, if you get hurt or something,
2: oh, is your face hurt? No. <laughs> yeah, it's killing me. <laughs> that was an old joke from elementary school that kids always used to say. I heard it from my father all the
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Let me see if my father would tell me. Tell me that one. My mother would tell me not to love her so much, go play in traffic, you know, things like that. So is there any wonder why I have like, you know, self esteem issues? Oh,
1: Matt, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
2: oh why I hate myself because I hate my <laughs> oh,
1: God. Oh,
2: God. Anyway, This will cheer you up, Matt. Yeah. Um, here's the uh here's the headline. <laughs> Dangerous candies floating around Jewish neighborhoods and homes. (laughs) So, listen to this. Apparently, two families in the Flatbush area, and I guess that's Brooklyn, narrowly avoid tragedy this past Shabbat when their children ate what appeared to be innocent Shabbos candies that were in fact filled with marijuana.
0: Where did they get the candies? Like, did they get the candies from friends, from their parents?
2: That is a good question. And, you know, it's bizarre the way the article says. It. it just says the children seeing the candies lying around. So it doesn't say if it's lying around their house, if they're. I mean, who's just randomly putting candies around the neighborhood and some, you know, you know, Jewish kids, oh, I did this, and just going to, you know, start eating candies. But apparently they got. They got extremely high. <laughs> they got really high, man. And uh, I think um, it said that according to the estimates, the children ingested four times the amount that is safe for an adult. Wow. That guy was wasted, man. He was oh, like, oh, yeah, like, I got the munchies. Yo, <laughs> just is that,
0: thinking about it.
2: Is that the shiach? Oh, well, man. that had to be a mistake.
0: That had to be a mistake because who's going to who's going to waste the money to go spread all that stuff around and You know,
2: give it to little kids. I don't know. I think like no, no one it. gave it to them. It was just laying around. So somebody put pot in there and just left it out for Shabbat. But I mean, these kids were probably so high. They're just going around and going, hey, man, is that Mashiach? Oh, no, <laughs> man. That's just Zadie, man. <laughs> oh, man. You, your pay is freaking me out, man. It's I, I see trails, man. Uh, is
0: that your Tommy Chong? Is that your Tommy Chong uh, impersonation?
2: <laughs> that sounds like a that's my high, uh, my high Jew impersonation. A Jew being high, an observant Jew being high, and then so they interview some of the parents, and it says these candies are legal and easily accessible. It says if you or anyone you know is in possession of such candies, be sure to carefully mark them and keep them away from children. <laughs> So they're telling people, please uh, mark your candies. Uh, So just mark on the wrapper, drugs and Shabbat candies. (laughs) Don't take the drugs, Isaac. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hmm. I can just see these kids just walk, you know, wasted around. Walking into things. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty funny, man. Let's, you know, read from the Torah, man. The letters, man, are floating up, dude. (laughs) God. Uh, so apparently children are getting uh, high off uh, pot candies in Flatbush. Well, you know, my best
0: friend lives in Boulder, and after they legalized pot out there, right, the kids wound up in the ER a lot of times because, you know, mom and dad leave their, you know, gummy bears out. The kids, go ah, gummy bears, and they pound them down and, uh, you know, wind up in the ER because uh, they're tripping high, you know, because they're eating adult doses. So, you know. Maybe uh, the law
2: of unintended consequences. That's right. And I hope if you're high, do not attempt to work the Shabbat stove while on drugs. (laughs) But they can come over and work my stove.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, so listen, I have to tell you some funny stories. So, um, you know the uh being in israel you know israelis have you know they're called sabras right because they're prickly on the outside and sweet on the inside and my my wife's cousin we were there she, she has cousins that live in the Hoda Sharon area we were we were meeting with them you know a while back and she was like why are you moving to israel like what are you thinking and then we start telling about how uh you know in um in America, you know, it's such a blessed society. People kind of make up their own problems, and you know, it just it leads to you know unhealthy things there. And she would go on. She was like, "That's what I want. I want fake problems." You don't understand? I live in Israel. <laughs> I have a lot of real problems. And then we started talking about how people, you know, people in America are kind of phony too. You know, everyone will be nice to your face, and then you walk away, and they'll, they'll say stuff about you. And then she goes, I, I, again." I want people to be nice to my face. Israelis are really stinking rude, and you know, I was like, "Well, listen, there's something to say for knowing where you stand with people." And I always like the direct, you know, um, approach of Israelis. Yes, it is, it is absolutely true. I mean, walking around in America for ten days, everyone is sweetest, sweetest pie to you. It's like you're. It's like everyone is your long lost best friend.
2: Well, <laughs> you know, As everyone it's always. Very, says- it's
0: very weird. It's very weird. Everyone
2: says that uh, Israelis are very, you know, like you said, rough around the edges and blunt. But, you know, when I went there, I, I, you know, I mean, I had one Israeli try to rip me off. But other than that, everyone was really nice to me. (laughs) I didn't find that at all. And it may have been because of the tourist aspect of uh, of your trip. (laughs) Yeah, at the bus station. I was taking uh... a bus to Tel Aviv and I gave the money. And uh, apparently I was supposed to get change back. And uh, thank God I had an Israeli uh, next to me who uh, realized that the person was uh, trying to steal from me and basically like owed me like $20, something, you know, $20 worth of change, and and she kept it and then – they start yelling and screaming at each other. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And she's like, oh, she's trying to rip you off. She owes you $20 in shekels." <laughs> well, she, listen, she, I will tell you, honestly, the Israelis, will. if you need help, I mean, Israel is a place to be.
0: They, they will give you the shirt off your back. They are the greatest people in the world, hands down. But, you know, if you're just crossing paths with someone and, you know, uh, you look at them funny, uh, <laughs> they're not that sweet. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. Yeah,
2: well... <laughs> Matt. Anyway. Uh, how much time is left? It depends where I go. We got three minutes. You know oh. how to keep a you don't know how to keep a show clock? Uh no. All right. I got a good uh two, two minutes. minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes left. Hi. Right. Okay. Here's here's one. Family pet dog that kills ducks and chickens turns out to be a fox. <laughs> There was a a woman who bought a puppy in Peru, and uh, they named it Run Run, (laughs) and now it is being pursued by police and wildlife officials (laughs) because apparently this woman named Maribel bought a a puppy, believing it was a dog, and the animal – Initially played happily with other dogs and then they don't know what happened as it grew up. Something emerged that just wasn't quite right. Run run showed a real passion for killing ducks and chickens. <laughs> so wait a minute, is the ladies in America or is she No, this is in Peru. In Peru. They bought a family dog, but they they got sold a a, a puppy fox, and the, and they thought it was a dog until it started murdering their neighbors' chickens and ducks. And now now the 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 fox is on the lamb. It turned out to be an Andean fox. The
0: fox is, is on the lamb. I like that.
2: Hi y'all. <laughs>
0: We used to have foxes that live uh, When we were in America That lived under our shed And it was awesome uh, Never had any when the foxes were around No squirrels digging up my garden No rabbits eating my garden The groundhogs were, I love the foxes They eat all the pests that ate my stuff Anyway Well here we are uh, Another short break And our last segment uh, coming up So stay tuned on Lighten Up Right here on Israel News Talk Radio
2: Don't go away
1: The news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Lighten Up, everyone. Uh, right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Um, half of the dynamic duo, Matt Zucker, and my uh,
2: other partner in crime, Stephen Miller. Hey, shalom, shalom. Welcome Say to the hi, final Steve. segment. Final segment. <laughs> uh, just right, a
0: the little you know and then when you have and then you know i'm a contrarian i just have to tell you if you tell me not to do something it's like ah uh, you know like don't push that button you know, and when i got to so yeah. when the producer whispers in ear, have fun but you know you know be careful don't do this don't do that oh my gosh
2: yeah well just just right before we went on the air our producer says be good
0: be good right i know what that's kind of
1: like, pressure yeah, is that be good that we're always
0: good I think that's a challenge. That is a
1: challenge. <laughs> be good, be
2: good.
0: Don't screw <laughs> this up. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so Matt,
2: uh, Matt, I, I want to say one thing before for our listeners. We have some new listeners. N- Norway, Norway, Jerusalem is listening, and the Isle of Man is still listening. They love me over there.
0: Or uh, like I said, they just fell asleep. Perhaps they had an episode and can't get up. An episode. <laughs> An episode? What's that? Oh, you know, a neurologic episode. Uh, You know. Okay.
2: Uh, Okay. Anyway, if you have a stroke, you can't change the channel. (laughs) (laughs) So, in honor of Thanksgiving, I just want to share real quickly. So, I had a lot of drama trying to find a turkey. Now, every year, I get a kosher turkey, obviously, because obviously. So – and I never – every year I've never had a problem. I always order the turkey the week before Thanksgiving. Last year I never had a problem. The year before I never had a problem. The year before that and the year before that, even when uh, the Muslim Obama was president, I never had a problem ordering a turkey. But for some reason, I called three – I called four or five grocery stores in my neighborhood. No turkeys, of course, no kosher turkeys, but not even regular turkeys. There's like we've stopped taking orders because um, we uh, they, they, they can't guarantee shipments of new turkeys. So we're just not going to order any turkeys. So mm-hmm. I found a place and I want to give a shout out to the House of Kosher, but it's in northeast Philadelphia. It's at 35- oh, 35. Minute- yeah, but the House of Kosher does a nice job. We used to get stuff from them. Well, they, they they said, we have plenty of turkeys, more than we can need. It's because Torah observant Jews probably don't even celebrate Thanksgiving. So, But I got to drive 35 minutes to get my turkey thanks to Joe Biden. It's not my fault.
0: Well, listen, man, I have to tell you, so speaking of kosher, by the way, it'll be worth the trip. It's a cool operation. And if you're ever having people over, they do catering. I mean, we've bought stuff from them and they deliver, man. But maybe not for thanksgiving because it's kind of a busy time here but so you're talking about keeping kosher right so now try to explain uh to your gentile friends about the laws of kashrut because barbara and i started keeping kosher our last year here in the states but you know because of covid we didn't spend a lot of time socializing with our friends so now we're back in in america and we're you know again most of our friends are gentile oh we're gonna have we're gonna have a potluck dinner. Uh, what do you guys like? I said, okay, well, we just have to make sure that it's kosher, so no milk and meat, and um, uh, oh, so by milk and meat mean, like, cheeseburgers? Like, right. I can have a burger. I can't have a cheeseburger. I can have a cheese sandwich <laughs> right. without the meat, you know, but Oh, my gosh. So, you know, it's, like, mind-bending for them, and then, and I get it, because it's mind-bending for a lot of Jews, right? And so then my friend says to me, I said, oh, but listen, the safe thing is we can just do fish. And then, It's not an issue he goes awesome i'll make a lobster bisque (laughs) (laughs) except that and and to our and to our listeners who don't know about the laws of kashrut shellfish most definitely
2: highly unkosher
0: uh, you know, it is, we're it's not just, allowed
2: to eat any of that stuff. It's just so funny. Cause he went into that and now you're like, now you got to explain why. we. Now can't I to say, that.
0: well, I can't eat that either. It's like, Oh my God. I'm like, Hey, how about we just get pizza or <laughs> 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 eat vegetarian pizza and vegetarian is what we're doing a lot here now, you know? And then, so another friend of mine has a, has a party. So, um, invites, you know, people that we grew up with so that I can see as many people under one roof at a time. And, uh, I'm having a conversation with one one guy I was friendly with in high school who, you know, it was a different era way back when we went to school, right? You can make fun of people for almost anything, and you never got in trouble, right? There was, like, right. no bullying and things like that. Right. Ah, he used to always tease me. I used to get the Jew cracks. He would get the Irish cracks. It was all in good, all in good uh, you know humor. And the guy I see him at the party, he's like, "Guess what? Remember how he's always teasing you for being Jewish?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I had DNA testing done. I'm 10% Ashkenazi Jew." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, "Mazel tov. Welcome to the clan." And he, 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 I don't think he was so happy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but here's the best part. He was like, "So how's life in Israel?" I'm like, "You know what? I love I love 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 life in Israel. Every day is an adventure. Not, every day might not be great, but I, every day is an adventure. And he goes, oh, that's really cool. Do you speak Israeli? <laughs> well, they call it Hebrew, and I'm working on it. I'm trying. It's funny. It's amazing how many
2: people like know nothing about of that course. Tiny, of tiny, course tiny speck of, course. of land. People, because I'm so like, you know, I'm, you know. Pretty. Yeah, I try to be observant as possible. I'm very Zionistic, pro-Israel. All I talk about is people think, you know, that a, I know every Jew in the world, and b, that I speak Hebrew. <laughs> I'm like, I don't speak Hebrew. I wish I could, but uh, I can't.
0: I well, mean, you know, the whole Jewish geography thing. I swear, you know, if you, you meet an Israeli in Israel, oh, where are you from? Philadelphia. Hey, I have a cousin in New York. Maybe you know him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, Jewish geography is true. Um, Matt, in honor of your COVID. Um, (laughs) I I have a great story there's something new and it's coming out of Israel it's called Pandemic Theater listen to this, this is great this is a new play by Tel Aviv's Camry Theater and it's being performed here in the States, in New York but only, check this out, it's only being performed in people's living rooms Uh, You know what? That sounds familiar. I think I saw that, and I was like, what the? Listen to this. So the play is called Divorced. It's an experiment in late-stage pandemic theater, man. Actors perform on a living room couch as audience members gather around in what the show's producer calls a desire to bring art and connection into people's homes. Are you kidding me? This is the last thing I want is a bunch of strange people performing – Art in my house. I mean, first of all, you got to let strangers use your bathroom. (laughs) Like, I'm going to have some strange actor in the middle of the scene. Oh, excuse me. I have to go to the bathroom. Where is it? (laughs) Pandemic theater. (laughs) So I was thinking, what kind of plays... Would you let see in your home or that you would not let see in your home? What Broadway shows that are going to now, instead of being in New York, are going to come to your living room? I thought, what, what are some of the worst shows? Here's one that you definitely don't want on your living room couch. The show Hair. <laughs> there's a lot of nudity in that. Can <laughs> You want nude actors all over your there's, couch and running around your house? There's nudity in hair? Yeah, yeah. It's a big, you know. Well, you could put a nudity. throw blanket down. <laughs> what shows minute, Let me get
0: this you, straight, me What get this shows
2: straight. would you see in your house? So
0: uh, I'm not a uh, cat.
2: cats me, So
0: I'm, I'm I'm unclear. So so, but you're in your house alone, and everybody's in
2: their own homes. And, you, you app- and pro- yeah, you probably invite some of your friends over, and you guys sit in your living room, and you watch these people put on a show in your living room on the TV. Yeah, but no. yeah, but oh, you mean the thespians? They come, come to your the- house. I thought, I thought it was like a, they were like on Zoom or on something like yeah. that. They come to your house? They come to your house. It's Pandemic Theater. Mm, it's I'm not insane. so into that. Yeah. Who wants a bunch of strangers, a bunch of hippies using my bathroom, especially during a quote-unquote pandemic? Yeah, sure. I want 50 strange butts sitting on my toilet.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I don't know a lot. I'm not big into Broadway shows. So I'm not really cultured in that area, so. Actually, you know where this show would be a big hit? Where?
2: At the Island of Man. (laughs) Hi, all! You're just looking for any excuse to say the Isle of Man. I love it. The Isle of Man. (laughs) This is the greatest. The greatest island ever. I have to go visit. Matt, we have to do a lighten-up tour, and our first stop will be at the Isle of Man. I want our producers to start working us on a a road tour. We can do the show on the road in all these different countries. That's a good idea.
0: Well, you know, you could just basically... uh... Say you're there. It's theater of the
2: mind. No one will know. Hey, I could show up in your living room like pandemic theater. Well <laughs> <laughs> right, we got two minutes left. You got something quick, or what do you got? You got anything good? Or uh, I got, I got, listen, got COVID of the brain. Did I?
0: I didn't mention the uh, United States fine ambassador to the United Nations. Did I? No. So I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the, um, the Israelis put six. Uh, NGOs that work under um uh title COVID of the brain. I love that should it. be the name of the show, the Broadway show. So, the right. so so you know the you know there's six organizations NGOs that were made illegal in Israel because of their material support for the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine terrorist organization. So the the UN oh my god the, the United States ambassador Linda Thomas Greenfield uh, a dim bulb if there ever was one but you know, um, I guess she looks, makes Biden look good. Anyway, uh, so she's criticizing Israel for banning these terrorist organizations. And then she said, uh, Thomas Greenfield, who recently completed a visit to Israel and the West Bank. And I always love how Israeli papers need to use that terminology. She yeah. tweeted, quote, this week I had the chance to meet with civil society leaders in Ramallah. civil
2: wait wait very civil it gets better
0: it gets better i was inspired by their work to advance democracy human rights and economic opportunity for the palestinian people and this lady is such a boob if this is what (laughs) if this is what is representing the united states and also israel the un we're in big big trouble
2: Hey, I appointed her personally. Yeah, Palestinians offer democracy. (sighs) Anyway, this
0: episode is quickly coming to a close. Uh, Sorry we're together, but God willing, we'll be together next Monday in the same studio. And thanks everyone for listening to Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio.
2: Feel better. Thank you.